Hey, welcome to the Default Alive podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Chris. And this is our audio documentary of our journeys building profitable internet businesses. And so if this is your first time listening, you can learn more about us and get up to speed by starting at episode number one. But if you're a regular, welcome back. All right. Well, how was your week, my friend? Hey, Corey. It's good. We, uh, we managed to overcome some technical difficulties after the long holiday weekend and I'm ready to ready to record now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's who knows if it's uh cyber Monday, <laughs> it's the software, if it's all the internet right now, but yeah, it's, I've had some major, uh, technical difficulties here with, I feel like with my computer and with the software, I don't, I don't blame it, but, um, yeah, it's a little bit frustrating. Yeah. Oh, well, did you, did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit of a like stressful week leading up to Thanksgiving just because it was a short week and I basically had to compact everything I would have done in, you know, five days down to three, uh, which is, you know, kind of a bummer, but I managed to get it all done Thursday. Uh, you know, woke up pretty late had a, had a lazy day. Um, helped my wife cook a little bit. She did 99% of the work and then, um, spent the day with my family, with her family, did the whole two Thanksgivings thing where basically we haven't really, I mean, that's how we've always always done it, but it's not like a foolproof system where my family likes to do like a really early dinner and then her family likes to do just a normal time dinner. And so we end up eating like two dinners back to back, basically we'll we'll eat at like four and then we'll eat again at like six 30 or seven. And then, you know, we don't want to make either family mad or like, (laughs) or, or, uh, you know, upset because we didn't eat their food. So we just have to stuff our faces oh, wow. and, and, and make it work. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's intense. <laughs> Double the Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. But it's all, it's all great food and, uh, it was fun and Friday did some black Friday shopping. So, uh, that feels like an, I don't know, a lifetime ago now I think it might go yeah. Thursday. It feels like so long ago already, but yeah, it was good. Yeah, no, I hear you. I was I was writing some notes down before this, uh, just reviewing last week, and it feels like it was like three weeks ago. It really does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I ended up doing some work over the weekend too, just because I kind of had some some free time, and then like kind of got into uh, some flow a little bit, just like experimenting and tinkering, and ended up making some good progress. So that also has me a little bit thrown off of like, you know, which days did I work and not work and how long ago was that? And it's a little bit confusing now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want to kick us off, I'm excited to hear what you've got going on, obviously with black Friday, cyber Monday, and some of the stuff you're doing for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just rattle off a few updates. Um, so last week I mainly spent my time doing consulting just cause, uh, I needed to kind of like compact those hours in and then, you know, my own mm-hmm. stuff kind of like got lopped off. Um, I also recorded a fun podcast episode with, uh, Brandon Zhang. I wanted to mention, I'll link it in the show notes, but um, had a really fun, kind of unique conversation with him. So I uh, enjoyed doing that on Wednesday. And then really after that, it was more just kind of prep for um, for Friday. And then today, Friday, I ran kind of a Black Friday special for Swipe Files where I offered um, half off to the first 50. And that worked really well, sold out. And wow. um, basically, yeah, I just got a kind of influx of new members, which I'm really stoked about. And then scheduled a whole bunch of emails and tweets and, you know, change things on the site for the courses, refactoring growth and mental models for marketing. Um, 
and it was fun. I was, I was kind of like really anticipating it because three months ago, right before I left Barometrics, was when I like switched them to the open close model instead of like the evergreen, you know, buy whenever you want model. Mm-hmm. So this was like the first official like opening since before it wasn't closed, right? I was just like closing it. This was the oh, first no official way. opening. And um, so I wanted to make sure, you know, I had everything set up correctly and scheduled all the emails and, you know, was doing everything to a T as much as I could. So, um, yeah, I got that all, I think, kind of uh, all all those ducks aligned and um, got everything up and ready. And uh, I'm also doing this week two little workshops as a part of kind of the promotion, doing one mm. around refactoring growth and like growth, le- growth lessons from a thousand SaaS companies. Um, as well as 10 mental models that will change the way you think about marketing. I'm doing those on Tuesday, Thursday. So I was prepping for those as well. And then, uh, yeah, and so today I just kind of like opened enrollment and switched out the things last night and uh, started to see some of the sales rolling, which has been fun. Um, I kind of told myself like, oh, if I, if I get 10 of each, um, 10 sales of each course, I'll be happy. And right before this recording, when I checked, I had 10 sales total. So about halfway there, which I'm happy about. And, uh, we'll see how the rest of the week goes. Enrollment will be closing on the sixth. So on Sunday night, um, I'll have a few emails in between there as well. And then the workshops. So I'm pretty, uh, optimistic that I'll hit that goal at least. Um, and it'll be fun. It'll be like a bonus, anything above that. And then, um, can I ask as far as like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Is there anything, uh, is it all automated once somebody purchases the courses or is there anything you have to do as far as, I don't know, onboarding or support or anything like that? It's pretty self-serve. Like I basically don't have to do anything. Um, as soon as they buy, they have access like immediately so they can just start digging in. There isn't like a, you know, an, a start date for the enrollment. Like it's just enrollment opens and then they're in, um, everything's managed through Podia. So it's all basically self-serve. Um, the most like support I have to do is like answering questions or if people, you know, have a question about the payment plan or if they have more questions about what's in it, then, you know, I'll have a few emails like that. But as far as getting people into the course, it's very, very DIY. Awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's almost a little bit crazy, like how little work it requires. <laughs> <laughs> like now, except I've been doing it, you know, for almost a year now, it feels kind of normal, but it still is pretty crazy that I'm able, even able to do that. Yeah. Um, Well, it's cool that you can focus all of the work on the growth side. So like you said, doing the workshops, um, basically for, for marketing and yeah, putting all your efforts there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like it kind of did a bad job, but then I was realizing, I was like, no, I have like this solid list already because I I haven't done very much promotion of it because I've been putting most of my focus on swipe files. And so the list is basically like, just like replace itself for the new customers who have bought. So like, I think I had about 750, um, on each list for each course, uh, when I like changed the enrollment and then a whole bunch of customers bought. And then basically the lists have gone back up to like, I think they're both at like 760 or 770. And so they've kind of like, they haven't grown, but they've kind of like replenished if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I was like, no, this is actually like still a really good list to launch to. And, they know me familiar. I've been sending emails, been keeping updated. I have a whole, you know, I have like 10 emails I'm sending within the last, uh, or within two weeks. We're like right in the middle of it now. So I've already sent quite a few. Um, but 
yeah, now I can do things like workshops and, uh, and trying to get, you know, current customers or past customers to promote it and share and use their affiliate code and stuff. So yeah, it's very, very low maintenance. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see my, I mean, my, my whole like black Friday, cyber Monday plan was, you know, basically prime the list, reintroduce, you know, give a couple of like quick tips and updates before I open enrollment, tell them about the coupon code and what's happening. And then the day of today, I have two emails going out. One is basically, Hey, enrollment is open. The second one kind of goes into, uh, now I'm doing like a series on, um, focusing on one part of the course. So like for refactoring growth, there's five emails, one on each sort of section, market product, model, messaging, positioning, and then channels. And then for mental models for marketing, there's a three sections, which are, uh, problem solving mental models, persuasion, mental models, and then process mental models. And, um, and then after that, it's basically just the reminders that enrollment's closing. So it's not like super sophisticated, um, but I think it's going to work pretty well, but I'd be curious to hear if anyone else I've been trying to study up. It's, it's a little bit hard to like really see what other people are doing. Um, but I'm on quite a few people's lists and I've been taking some inspiration from, uh, from a few people. So excited to see what happens. Yeah. I was just going to ask if you, if you sign up for other <laughs> similar products lists like that, just to yeah. get their emails and whatnot. Yeah. Quite a few. I actually, uh, probably the one that I'm, I model the most after is, um, Tiago Forte's, uh, building a second brain. Um, one, just because I mean, if you look there, they have like a crazy amount of success. Like he yeah. has like 5 million plus sales a year. It's a course. Uh, I think the course starts at $1,500 now. So it's a very like premium course. And, uh, his email marketing is like surprisingly good. And I know that he's done a lot of work. He's even talked about and written about how he created his whole email marketing strategy. And I always learned from a few people who have helped him with it. And it's very like, um, story driven and like he likes to give. And so he'll just basically like tell stories or, or give tips. And then when it actually comes time to the sales, it's not really like a traditional sales letter. It's basically just like, here it is and here's what's in it. And like, you've kind of already done the work beforehand. Um, and so when he sell, when he sends the emails for like the course and, and uh, opening, it's just like, here are the links. That's basically it. <laughs> and cause a lot of people try to like cram in a lot into one email, like, and that's, I think that's what I did the last time too, was like, it was a lot of selling within the email. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm trying to like split those apart. So it's a little bit more like tips, tricks, stories, and one category of email and then another category of email is just like, here it is. Here's a reminder. Here's a FAQ. If you need, like, if you're wondering about the course, here's a workshop. If you want to, you know, uh, come in and ask questions about the course even. So he's definitely the one that I've modeled them closely after. That's cool. It, it sounds like the strategy is, you know, teach people about the topic and then, you know, let people know if you're interested in learning even more, going even deeper, here's the course for you. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. I mean, yeah, it's kind of where I start with, um, you know, I start with like the founding story of like, here's why I created, here's how I came to create the course. Here's not why I created it, but here's how I came to create the course. And then it gets a little bit into like the problems. And so, um, here's like the traditional way to think about SaaS growth, or here's the traditional way to think about, um, marketing strategy. And then it's kind of like, here's some tips just to help you. 
And then it's, here's my philosophy and then the course, which basically teaches that philosophy. Um, and it's not as all like neatly buttoned up as that, where you could like very clearly see that evolution. Um, but that's the the thought behind it. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, after I got those things scheduled, I kind of just like started tinkering around a little bit and been thinking more about swipe files and, um, you know, kind of like kind of floundering a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> I think someone used that word to describe like maybe what I was going through. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. And it's not really like a desperate floundering, but it's more just kind of like a experimenting, like trying to think really critically. So I was thinking, I was, I was talking about the guides and then I was telling you, I was like, yeah, I think I've kind of abandoned that idea now. And I think where I'm landing is like not trying to over-engineer it, but more just trying to create a place where I can get into um, the habit of doing a lot of writing and content production. So I think what's happening a lot to me right now is like, I'm just overthinking it. I'm just trying to like organize too much before I actually do the creating. I need to do more of the creating and then like the organizing later, like whether it turns into a paid newsletter or an ebook or uh, I don't know, like a literal swipe file or I don't know, something else, right? Even like another course, I just need to like get things out there and then kind of figure out the monetization later or like really like, I guess like the model to be precise. And um, so I'm working on like, here's sort of like this broad general um, like value prop that I think I can, I can deliver on get on the, the email newsletter list and like really sell that hard. So I'm redoing the homepage to literally just be like a call to action and sign up for the newsletter and then changing more like the mem the membership page to basically be like an upsell from the newsletter um, to join the community and to get maybe some extra bonuses that I'm working on um, and then kind of go from there and maybe do some more like working on public, trying to figure it out. And, uh, but I end up, going down this really deep rabbit hole of Integromat and Webflow <laughs> and um, like Webflow forms in particular. So I actually figured out this really cool way. I think I showed you a little screenshot, mm -hmm. but this really cool way to basically create like a Substack style signup flow where when you subscribe, then it takes you without going to another page, but it takes you to this new modal or mo I don't even know how to describe it. Um, but basically it like, transitions over to like an upsell where it asks you to subscribe to a paid plan or to continue free or to share uh, and tweet about your subscription. Um, and the trick I'll just, I'll just mention was putting everything in the form. So like the headline, the paragraph, everything is within the form. And that way, when you submit the form, everything in that div changes with it basically. Um, so I'll, I'll have an example soon. I oh, think okay. I might publish yeah, I it later this week. About. Yeah, because otherwise you're stuck with like the old content and the new content. And I was like, wait, how do I? And I was like, wait a second. What if I just put this all in the form itself? Um, and the other thing was I figured out a way to dynamically update uh, a few numbers on a page within Webflow. It was actually like once I had it, I tried with Zapier at first and then that was really cumbersome because I basically had to maintain like this really complicated Google sheet. And then I tried out Integromat for the first time in a long time. And, uh, I definitely floundered a lot with, with that and tried to figure it out. But with what I've ended up with is actually really simple. Like it's, I think there's maybe like six uh, modules, I think they call it. 
and now up dynamically updating three numbers on a page from member stack data. And it's like super mm. seamless. So just like every 15 minutes updates. I was like, oh, I'm a freaking genius. This is amazing. <laughs> but also it's like, has my mind blown about how like easy that was. It was really cool. Yeah, that's super awesome. Yeah, so I'll, I'll show you after this sort of what I've worked on, but uh, hopefully be able to share more with everyone else uh, in the coming week or weeks. Yeah, that's really cool. I've, uh, and I, <laughs> I don't want to go on too much of a rant here, but I have seen in a few communities, uh, you know, Hacker News is no surprise, but also indie hackers, there's been what seems like a lot of pushback recently or, or negativity uh, against the no-code community. Hmm. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of it is, uh, you know, developers who take offense to the name and, <laughs> uh, you know, I get it. But stories like what you're saying, like being able to have these tools and have the power to create things and do things on your own, to me, that's what no code's all about and why it's so awesome. And, uh, I don't know. I, it, I sometimes get probably too offended or upset when, when people, uh, are, are so negative about the no code space, because I've seen so many stories mm -hmm. like yours, uh, like so many of the, the JetBoost customers that I've talked to who are, are just so amazed that they're able to build these things now on their own that they've always dreamed of being able to build. So, uh, yeah, that's me on my my soapbox a little bit there. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, it was great. Like I'll show you the Integromat scenario. I think is what it's called. I'm a complete beginner. I literally just jumped into Integromat like literally at midnight on Saturday night. And then by 2 AM had like a working basically a uh, prototype of updating numbers dynamically on a Webflow page. And I would just click a button and then like the number of members would update. And then I was like, by the end of it, I was, I had these, you know, I was, uh, I had like the total number, number of members. I had the percentage of members according to a goal that I was tracking. And then I had like the difference. So like the gap in the total numbers versus the members that I want. Um, and I was like, this is crazy. Like literally <laughs> I'm just like typing in an equation. It's way easier than Google sheets and Zapier. I'll just say that it's more complicated. Like the UI is like still very rough and like, there's definitely like a learning curve there. But within two hours, within the middle of the night, I was able to do something that probably would have taken me a long time elsewhere. And also it didn't require any code. So I was like, that's a win for me. <laughs> In fact, there was one, um, I love it because uh, Louis Nichols um, responded to one of, my, uh, one of my tweets asking how to do this. And he's like, how committed to you, are, how committed are you to no code? I was like, well, if I knew how to code, I wouldn't be. But since I'm not, or since I don't know how, I am 100% committed to no code <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, like just, but what you're able to do is amazing. All that to say. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. I mean, I can't think of any other way I'd be able to dynamically update a number on a page like that to me, it was just crazy. Yeah. That's very cool. Did, yeah. If you haven't, uh, it'd be cool to see like a tweet thread about how you did all that. Okay. Maybe I'll, I'll spin that up after this call. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So what's new with you? How was your week? Yeah. Uh, very similar to yours in that beginning of the week was extremely crazy trying to cram everything in. And then, um, it was kind of nice 
the end of the week was was fairly quiet and got to relax a little bit so so that was cool um actually I, one other question i had about just while we were on the topic of black friday yeah cyber money curious your thoughts on uh black friday or cyber monday deals for SaaS products mm. yeah it's interesting i i tried to start a, a tweet thread like curating and then i realized that there actually weren't a lot out there um okay. they were mainly like appsumo deals which like aren't any different than any other deal that they do <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i didn't really like kind of classify it as a, a black friday deal um i actually think it's a really great opportunity i feel like more SaaS companies should do it um especially if you're selling to the kind of like prosumer small business entrepreneur kind of segment um once you get into like you know bigger b2b or you know enterprise like that doesn't make sense at all no one's really uh or hardly anyone unless if it's unless it's like tangential to the product where it's like hey here's a special deal where you can get these extra bonuses or um content or consultation with the software i think that, that could be pretty cool but it still maybe might not be like something you just kind of pick up on a whim where maybe it needs like more decision uh decisions and like consensus from the team mm -hmm. um but like podia did a deal where they're doing 15 percent off uh for their customers and like i love that they're dealing with you know prosumers entrepreneurs like myself and so i was like amazing like of course i'm gonna do this like i'd be stupid not to i'm in the buying mode anyways um and i might as well i also saw i also thought circle had a really really good uh, Black Friday deal where basically they were offering um, an upgraded or uh, they were offering one of their plans that is an upgrade to their normal plan at a discount along with a whole bunch of other features while well, you'll get like a one-to-one -one consultation bonus interviews and content and resources and you kind of like they'll kind of like hold your hand through the process of like launching or improving your your community and I thought that that was really good because, again, a lot of people are kind of sitting on starting community or maybe they're like, you know, waiting to pull the trigger on Circle. And that's kind of like one of those mm. kick in the butt kind of things they need to get started. So I haven't seen a lot do it. I think there's a lot more that could do it as long as you have the right offer. I, I don't like just the the plain like discount i think it's a lot smarter when you do it like something with circle where there's like content involved and some sort of special thing to go with it gotcha interesting for for swipe files did you uh you said you did a discount was that for a specific plan level like like lifetime or annual or any plan yeah it was for annual so okay. it was just half off for annual yeah. um and again it was mainly because like black friday people are in the buying mode mm -hmm. people are ready like mm -hmm. they're kind of primed any other time of the year, it's going to be a hard sale, hard sell. But this year or this time of year, people are going to be open to basically any offer. Yeah. So I was like, oh, why not? But I wasn't really sure. I didn't want to just have it be like, here's half off for everyone or like for the next weekend. It was yeah. like, I don't, it's just for the first 50. And that worked really well, I think. That's cool. Yeah. That's uh, uh, the reason I'm asking is I've had a handful of people reach out ask if Jetboost is doing anything for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, uh, mm. which is not this year, mainly because <laughs> uh, on the technical side, the the support for 
coupons, discount codes is uh, very lacking in JetBoost right now. It's it's very manual. Um, so yeah, I guess that's something I'll have to consider for maybe next year, uh, how to, like you said, offer not just like a straight discount, but um, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Next year, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll start strategizing and, uh, and planning. And this time next year, we can give an update on how it went. Yeah. Yeah, because JetBoost is kind of, uh, it does have a segment of the prosumers. And uh, I think you made a really good point about people being in in the buying mood. Uh, it's, it makes a lot of sense to, to try and capture some of that. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, Oh, you know, I'll, I'll just mention one of the other uh, really good deals I saw was, um, gosh dang it, I'm going to blank now on the name, but basically they increased their prices and then they offered to basically like give back the amount that they were increasing their prices by, so, which I thought was really clever because they're selling it at full price and they're giving back and they're like still making a big deal out of the whole kind of Black Friday Cyber Monday deal. So basically, it was like, hey, our product is normally twenty bucks. We're gonna sell it to you to twenty for twenty five, and we're gonna give five of those dollars back to the special you know organization or whatever it was. Mm. So people felt good about buying and giving back, but they were still able to sell their product at, at full price. I was like, dang, Interesting. that is freaking smart. So adding that to the swipe file. Yeah, that's a that's a good strategy. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, that probably wouldn't apply directly to JetBoost, but I'm just saying there might be a yeah. way. Like it doesn't have to always just be like a discount. You know, it mm-hmm. could be like something like Circle again, where you could offer some sort of premium plan at a discount, but still more than your starting plan or something like that. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Uh, for for JetBoost last week, yeah, it was it was very busy in the beginning of the week. Um, you know, I. I'm pretty much just in like uh, production mode. So it's, I just have a few features that need to be developed and that's, uh, that's kind of solely where I'm focused. It's, you know, when you were talking about swipe files earlier and how you are, or you are somewhat struggling with, you know, maybe putting the cart before the horse as far as how to monetize this thing, uh, what it should look like. I think I went through that a little while with JetBoost. Like I'm trying to figure out, you know, I've always had this goal of once JetBoost has five different boosters available, like then I'm going to offer some sort of um, product product bundle or, um, uh, right. you know, discount for buying multiple or, or however that might work. And I spent so much time trying to figure out, like, do I just do some sort of basic, like, you get all five for the price of three, or is this a good time to maybe change up the pricing model a little bit uh, and uh, simplify things? Maybe maybe add some limitations in other areas uh, that don't exist right now. And I've 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 spent so much time thinking about this when it's not even at that point yet. Like there still are only four <laughs> boosters. I need to get to the fifth one. And so I finally had that realization, I think like what you went through, uh, where I just need to produce, I, I need to get that fifth booster out. Um, hmm. and so 
just started working on that pretty pretty heavily last week. Uh, made really good progress. Uh, so, um, and again, I'm working on things that uh, like this is this is specifically for different styles of pagination, um, and these are things that people have asked for for months now. It's it's very well defined. Hmm. Uh, so it's just it's just a matter of of doing the work and and finishing it, and then I can worry about all the the pricing details and all of that uh, stuff later on. Right, right. So so that's the final, or the, not the final, but the fifth booster that you're thinking about. Yeah, the. Uh, the sort of two main pending boosters that people have requested are ones for advanced pagination and ones for um, sorting. Because right now, JetBoost only does filtering, not sorting. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Sorting. I forgot about that. Yeah. Sorting is surprisingly more, in some ways, more difficult than um, than filtering. Because filtering, you're always filtering a large list down into a smaller list. Whereas sorting, mm. if you have, uh, you know, thousands of items, I have to go arrange all of those into the right order. And um, so some things with performance and stuff are a little bit trickier there. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. And it's and it's still the same size list, right? Yeah. So <laughs> now you're just doing more work on a still large list. Yeah. So I've, I've been punting on that one for a while, um, but... Hmm. The pagination I'm, I'm feeling very good about. Uh, so the, the three main things that people request are either being able to do previous and next um, pages without refreshing uh, the site. So right now in Webflow, if you, hmm. if you use their pagination for a collection list, um, every time you click the next button, it actually like reloads the whole page. Oh, uh, uh, right. Which is a... Is especially a problem if you have multiple collection lists on your page. Um, it can provide like a pretty poor experience. Uh, so that's that's one that it's going to support. Uh, the ability to click a button to show more items. So maybe you have a list of ten your ten most recent blog posts, uh, and you have a button that says like uh, you know show o- older or whatever, and it loads the next ten. Um, and just appends it to the list. And then mm. the third style is similar to that, but it's just infinite scroll, um, which is, again, these are all things that uh, have sort of extensive tutorials on how to do them with JavaScript libraries. And um, people can struggle with that. And, uh, you know, it, I've got the the basic first version built and it takes like you can seriously set this up in 45 seconds it's it's wow. the, it's the easiest booster to set up yeah it's crazy yeah um, huh. so yeah very very excited to get this out there for everyone yeah that's super cool i hadn't really thought about pagination but i yeah i could see that with exceptionally large you know lists or directories or um or i guess just any page with pagination i mean like blogs Right. It's mm-hmm. probably like a big use case or mm-hmm. that's cool. I yeah. like that. So getting into production mode. Yeah. And uh, what's, what's also great about it is like all the JetBoost products, they all work together. So if you have a list that has search and filters and favoriting all, all, all of it, and you want to also add pagination to it, uh, it just works. 
love it. It just works. Yeah. It's magic. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, really, really excited about that. And, um, let's see, I also actually talked to, uh, someone last week who I might be bringing on for part-time development help, uh, which has, that's right. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't anything I'd planned for, but it, it just kind of happened, uh, serendipitously. And, it's someone who, uh, you know, he's super talented. Uh, he's built a product that works with Webflow and, and other no-code tools. And he's kind of doing that on the side as well as a little bit of part-time consulting as well. And we, we started talking, I was like, I don't know, just it, it hit me like, why are you consulting for these like other random companies when you, mm. you have like the, the same tech stack as JetBoost? Like it's a perfect fit for us to work together. Um, and he was really excited about that. So, uh, it's really on me now to figure out, okay, how do I go from, uh, single player development to, to multiplayer development, uh, and, and getting some things in order there and then, uh, yeah, trying to onboard him and, and hopefully move a little Mm. bit faster with some of these new features, uh, as well as just, uh, improvements within the JetBoost app, so improvements to um, the dashboard and the onboarding and the UX and all of it. So yeah, really excited for that. That's awesome. Yeah, that that feels like a, a big win. Yeah. Um. It, it's it is funny how those things happen where you're just like, oh yeah, like wait, this actually is. I haven't thought about it, but like, oh wow, very obvious. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you you have availability and. I certainly have a need and I, I knowing that it's someone who can come in and be productive on their own, um, you know, with, with limited guidance, I think that, that will be pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge win, right? When someone else, you're, you know, that they're already familiar with the tech stack, with the product, with everything you've already sort of been doing you know, definitely takes a lot of the risk out of it. feels like. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about where things are at. I think, you know, this month, I guess what tomorrow's December. So, uh, rounding out 2020, <laughs> which is crazy, uh, yep. is, is mostly going to be product focused. And, uh, once the next, uh, these kind of once pagination and sorting is taken care of, like I feel like the main core JetBoost product is going to be very solid. Uh, there's mm. a ton of other boosters that I've had people ask for. Um, also, just like things I've wanted to build or ideas that I've had, which is maybe somewhat dangerous if I don't <laughs> validate that first. But um, there's a lot of a lot of really cool stuff for 2021. Um, but I think if I again with getting some development help. Uh, really in 2021, at least in the first quarter, I want to start focusing more on the marketing side, um, trying to partner with people, get the word out a little bit more. And, um, I'm, I'm strangely like very, very excited for, uh, pushing myself a little bit harder on the marketing side and less on the product side. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, any more clonables in the works right now, or you have them both shipped and basically like, uh, and they're done essentially, right? 
yeah, so both the job board clonables have shipped. Uh, I'm actually working on a recipe site clonable. Uh, that's that's right. Yeah, that's been uh, a fairly common JetBoost use case, actually. So um, putting together something for that. I got the initial designs back and they look really great again. And um, I'm, <laughs> again, I'm, I'm being the, the slow client in that I'm sort of holding things up now. Uh, on my end, I, I need to finish building out the, the CMS structure, um, mm. but should have that done in a day or two. And it's full speed ahead there. I love it. Yeah, yeah it's fun stuff. Uh, rounding out 2020. It's crazy. Yeah. I can't even believe it. I know. Well, by the time we publish this, it will be December 1st. So that's last true. month. <laughs> I think there are, there are five Tuesdays in December actually. So it's a little bit different, but, um, we'll have to figure out, uh, we'll probably take a little bit of a break towards the end of December here, but just a couple more updates until 2020's wrap. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild which personally I'm kind of excited for. I think most people are, <laughs> but, uh, I, I'm really, really optimistic for 2021 personally. So. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Things like, seems like things are heading in the right direction. Uh, you know, fingers crossed as far as COVID that vaccine gets rolled out timely fashion. And, uh, yeah, I think things will be looking a lot better then. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to turn the page on that, on that chapter. But um, awesome, man. Well, anything else going on in your world? Uh, no, no, not too much. Cool. All right. Well, shall we wrap it? Yeah. Let's do it. Well, I'll have the show notes um, with the links and mentions, as always, as many as, many as we can remember. And we'll see you in the next one. Happy dis- or happy November, everyone. I guess happy November previously. <laughs> it's, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It was a good November. Welcome to December, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Love it.